Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Just Interesting People. Uh, today we are welcoming Kara with us. Thank you for being with us, Kara. Happy to be here. Um, Rosie, for once, is going to introduce our guest today. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Rosie. Okay, so I'm nervous again as usual, so I apologize. But anyway, we're here with Kara, who we've known for about a year now. And I think we first met her at a friend's yoga class. And then we soon learned that Kara does human connection events. Um, I'll let her explain that properly. But we've since then, we've been to three or four. Yeah, or five or six, yeah. Yeah. Big fans, big fans. (laughs) Quite a few. We love it because it pushes us out of our comfort zones and we get to meet new people and it's just an awesome event that I always come back feeling like revitalized and like, oh my God, that was amazing. Anyway, Cara, let us know. What is Human Connection? Tell everyone about it. Okay, yeah. So the Human Connection experience is, uh, it's, about a two and a half hour journey that involves large group connection exercises. We use eye contact, words of affirmation, physical touch, inner child work. So I like to get the group kind of back to a a feeling of um, who they were before they were told who to be. So um, ultimately the goal is to use all of these things and uh, not so much words and sentences like we normally like to talk about the weather and how are you and all that crap um so that by the end you might you might come in with all these judgments you come in with all these strangers but at the end my goal is that everybody kind of just sees each other's souls i don't know if you guys have had that feeling but um i know i sure do every single time i work with a group whether it's 75 people or my most recent group was actually only six people it was three couples and i i told them in particular they walked into me as one person and they walked out of there as someone completely different oh wow yeah i don't know if you guys have the same feeling but that's that's how i see it is just by the end of it, I see everyone's souls. It is a special way to connect, clearly. Um, I, I, I think the first time I, the first time we've been, I don't think I knew anyone. Uh, That's perfect. And yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's what and, I recommend. And, and you always encourage anyway to go with people you don't know. Of course, um, yeah. And yeah, I think there's some people we met there that now became friends um and and yeah it's it's a nice way to meet people because you don't go through the whole small talk bullshit mm-hmm. chit chat mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i love the fact that we don't talk much because exactly. it's, it's actually connecting on a on a sp- special level that that is directly going like inside i don't know how to mm-hmm. describe it yeah that's <laughs> uh, but that's one of the the like rules for success in these workshops is use your words as little as possible because we love to fill space with words and that totally gets in the way it gets in the way and i think it creates judgments opinions and division uh, because you know you're gonna tell me about whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna agree with you 
So yeah. I'm going to judge you and I'm going to, yeah, I don't like her, you know. Um, even on more of like a basic level, like you with a French accent, people then think, oh, he's French, what's he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but not even, no, but like, yeah, yeah. or me being English, or, oh, and why she's here? Why is she English? Like, not why is she English, but I mean, why is she in Miami? Why is she at this workshop? Whereas if they just see us as Americans Human. or just like everybody else that's in the room, they don't know where we're from, it immediately breaks down that like, that barrier of expecting us to be something that maybe we are or aren't. So I think that's... Yeah, and and after two hours you are connected with those people and and I, I don't care anymore what they think or mm-hmm. what they do in life or where they come from or whatever oh, yeah. because like we connected already so that that's it right um so we just have to now nurture the relationship exactly and the friendship. but the whole bullshit at the beginning that could prevent the relationship to move forward is is, yeah. is gone yeah you know i i teach some yoga privates and I have one client I've worked with for maybe six months or so now, and we have never spoken. I know maybe two facts about him, about his life, Um, and it's just like little clues that I picked up. Like he had glitter on his mat once, and I was like, ooh, maybe as a kid, and I asked and confirmed one child, and... That's like literally all I know. And I know he was been to Italy once. Like, that's it. <laughs> and it is amazing. We don't, no small talk, nothing. It's like in, do the yoga, get out. That relationship has taught me so much that you don't need to know things about people. You really don't need to know things about people. It, eventually, you just start to, to see the soul and words are not really that important it, we use them in in not great ways sometimes so um that relationship really taught me a lot that is so that is so interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard that before that's <laughs> yeah he's not a talker yeah. not a, and eventually i had to just stop asking questions because every time i would ask a question he would have some like silly joke to bring me back to just what we're doing right here, right now. And I realized at a point, I'm just not going to ask questions anymore. I don't need to know. All I need to know is we're doing yoga right now. And that's it. Yeah, you need to respect the space and, mm-hmm. and, and just... Yeah. So... I like the way you see it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, we have a great relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can go fuck yourself, Jeremy. <laughs> I highly recommend taking a day of silence. I'm sure you've done a day of silence, yeah? No, never. You've actually. never done a day of silence. I've done a few hours. Oh, wow. the whole day. And actually, I'm, I'm super curious about that. I'm, I'm dying to go to like a silence retreat or whatever. Oh, I'm super man. curious about it. I, I don't, don't get me started. I might freak out. <laughs> I've never done, I might freak out, but I mm. want to try that. I'm so curious about it. Oh, yeah. I wonder what's going to come up. Like what's going to bubble and, and I don't know. Oh yeah, everything comes up. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Those first three days of a of a vipassana. Three days. Oh, ten days. Is, ten days. So the the vipassana. I'm guessing what you're talking about is a vipassana, right? Oh, no, just generally. so ten day vipassana retreats. You go and meditate eleven hours a day for ten days, and it's completely silent. No eye contact. No speaking. No writing. No reading. Nothing, and 
the silence is super powerful because you're just having this experience with all these other people and they just strip you of everything except your existence. And that's another experience that it's extremely connecting. Yeah, there's no eye contact, but you're still part of this whole. You're still part of this experience with 30, 40, sometimes 50 other people and everyone's going through it at the same time and a lot of stuff comes up. When you sit in your silence, a lot comes up. I'm the type of person that I always want to process outward. So there's a lot to learn from just like taking it in. And then you realize that a lot of your shares are actually bullshit. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I, there's so few things I actually need to say by the end right. of the 10 days. Mm. Yeah, I, I'll try it one day. I'll Silence is I so mean, powerful. It's scary, I think, but because you have to face, it's like a way to face yourself. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. you're on your own with yourself. Like, you. <laughs> There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you too. I'm a total extrovert. <laughs> I love proce processing <laughs> outward. I love talking. I'm the queen of it. <laughs> and I also love to challenge that. Yeah. I like to, uh, I'll have to try it. I'll do I it really don't day. think I would do well. I think I'd maybe last two or three hours and be like, okay, I'm done. I need to talk now. You would, su <laughs> you would surprise yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I guess you just need to go through, like, the like yeah, it must be a wall. And then when, you, when you're through it, I guess it gets easier. I guess, I don't know. I'm making this up maybe. But. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah. don't know. I think my experience of it is just total waves. Yeah. Ups and mm. downs. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, let's go back to human connection. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> how did you come up with the idea? Like, where the hell that is coming from? I've been wondering that, like, for months. <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. It is a culmination of so many things. So, ultimately, I teach the style of yoga that comes from the Detroit area. Um, my teacher is Johnny Cast. And it's a very special style of yoga. I would say that in the style of yoga, the postures come second to the human connection and just like the feeling of it all. So I became very passionate about this style of yoga uh, when I was 18. I think I found it and I committed to that. Um, and I spent a lot of years after that uh, running one of Johnny's studios and leading teacher training after teacher training. And we were always doing these, we were always doing connection exercises. I was always leading eye gazing. I was always leading physical touch exercises. And I realized that that stuff is super, super powerful. And then I started doing programs like gratitude training was a big one. And uh, just simply moving to Miami, there's so much human connection events that go on here that they don't call human connection. It's like cacao ceremony and it's like moon dance and it's all human connection. But um, it was, I think I actually went to Nashville to record some meditations for Spotify with a company called Zenstop. And the leaders of this company, as I was telling them some of these things, they were like, oh, wow, this sounds like a human connection workshop. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is brilliant. We can just 
what, get lit on human connection? So I took that structure of yoga that I was telling you about. And the way that it's structured, a vinyasa class, it's, it's something called the seven doorways. And the seven doorways are basically um, starting in a sacred space. So it's just starting where you are. You can be anything. You can come with nervousness. You can come with fear. You can come with excitement. You can come with joy. Doesn't matter what it is. Start from that place and build the energy up to this energetic peak. And then once you're there, you bring it back down again. So you guys have been through a lot of connection experiences. You might have noticed that wave. Like it goes up into a wave of intensity and then we bring yeah. it back down to eventually Shavasana at the yeah, end. You say that, yeah, I can see mm -hmm. I can see the pattern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's called the seven doorways. Those are super powerful. We need to have like a podcast <laughs> by that. itself just to talk about those. But that's the structure I used. So because I had taught a vinyasa class so many times before, all I did was I took the structure of the vinyasa I took out the postures and I added in connection exercises. So that very first one that I did was so familiar to me. It's almost like I felt like I had been doing this in a past life or something. I had all this nervousness and then I got up there and I was like, whoa, I'm just teaching vinyasa. I've done this a million times. So um, that's kind of how the structure came to be. Um, if you want to talk more about like the emotional background, we can definitely do that. I, I read a, I'm the type of person that it's like, I need connection all the time. I know there's like a spectrum. Some people are, are good without some human interaction in yeah. their day. And I'm like, that's, I'm like on the other end of the spectrum. I'm like, I need people all the time. I need hugs and kisses and love me now. <laughs> so, um, I, I read this book called Loneliness, and it's a very sciencey book. I think it's John um, Capasio, who's okay. the writer. I read a book. I read that book, and it kind of got down to the science of loneliness. It talked a lot about um, just like different types of people and how some people need more connection, some people not so much, and how we're we're really wired for it. We're really wired to connect and. In our life today, we're oftentimes connecting more with like ATM machines and self-checkout and Instagram. And it's really, it's keeping us from people. So um, I, f I feel the effects of those things a lot. I am so energized by just a random coffee shop interaction. And the days when I'm in my house working remotely on the computer all day, I starts to vibrate at a really low vibration. So it's something that I I started to feel really passionate about. And um, from there, it just, it started to feel like my mission to to kind of wake people up. I know there's, there's an epidemic of loneliness happening out there in the world. And we have the power to start to heal that. That's really inspiring. I love that. Um, talking about books, uh, I wonder if also you got some inspiration from the five love languages, or not? Because mm. you've been you've been using some more like physical touch 
words of affirmation yeah and I, don't know, what, I thought about that so. what are they it's um words of affirmation physical touch quality time Act of services acts of service and gifts and gifts giving yeah. gifts yeah so i didn't i had knowledge of those while creating this i didn't think about it at all okay but there was a point when later i realized wow i'm kind of hitting all of these points um not i don't think every i don't think every connection experience you're giving a gift i don't think you guys ever did that really mm. so you, i you, you did, did but i didn't the rose yeah the that's roses kind of kind of that's kind of a gift so i did in the couples one which eventually i will open to the public it's i've only done private couple ones but you guys should come when it's open to the yeah. to the public <laughs> um one thing is i i have a box for the the men or the masculine part of the person in the relationship and it's filled with a gift to give their lover and then vice versa for the woman to okay give the man or the feminine the feminine to give the masculine so um yeah i'm incorporating that a little bit but yeah the love but languages yeah, you, you do take all the boxes absolutely I, pretty much yeah, i was wondering if it was in purpose or not <laughs> nope i i never intentionally did that but there was a point where i realized wow i'm starting to <laughs> hit all of these things yeah <laughs> um okay um and how um but it's interesting because like we've been like we said to the other like four five six times i don't know now um and i mean you, you've got a pattern uh the exercise is changed a little bit it's not always the same um but you can see obviously like yeah like a pattern and now you explain that you have like the seven you, you actually designed it in purpose <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, this way um how how did you come up and how do you come up with the new exercises every time like did you get inspiration somewhere like how because i mean it's not easy to make it entertaining mm -hmm. but it's got to be entertaining as well for the people uh, but also effective to like well go to the point and and, and reach people's heart and and soul how how do you find the source of all those exercises so this is the same thing I've been doing for seven years now, teaching vinyasa classes. I am pulling inspiration from things all the time. I am awake to all the things that are coming to me to inspire me. So I don't know, another thing you might have noticed with the connection experiences is one thing I wanted to do always to keep them different is every single time i'll tell a different story or i will have a different theme the last we work one was uh the red thread of fate yeah um and i know your listeners probably don't know what that is so i can tell them the red thread of fate is a chinese myth that says that every single one of us has a red thread red thread tied to each of our ankles and that red thread is then tied to 
all of the people whose lives we are destined to touch. So definitely the three of us have a red thread right now. (laughs) We wouldn't be here otherwise. (laughs) So I always have some kind of theme or theory or story or something to go along with it. Um, That's one way I'll always keep it different. And those things, they just come into my life from reading or books or somebody tells me about it. And uh, the exercises themselves also... I'm always looking for inspiration. I have pulled things from everywhere, things that I've mentioned already, the teacher trainings and the gratitude training. And sometimes some of the exercises end up being two different ideas that come together as one thing, or um, sometimes they just simply are things I made up. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. And something else that I, I really like about it, and Rosie, I would love you to jump in on that. Um, you always encourage at one point to like close your eyes, go back to your inner child and play like you're a kid. And, and this, I really like this part. Um, yes. and, and you always insist on, you know, like keep your eyes closed so there is no judgment don't worry about how you look about how you move you're not going to be judged you're not you know it's about that um and th- th- i i found this in th- this exercise uh really interesting also really hard because it's not easy to let go like to yeah. to forget that you know like okay everyone is keeping his eyes closed so i can literally be silly be stupid do whatever like no one is gonna care but it's not easy to let go i mean it takes vulnerability uh, yeah it is and that's where rosie i want you to jump in but um, i would love to hear your opinion (laughs) i can see it on her face yeah like i really like this part okay uh, because it's really challenging you need to reach like a high level of vulnerability to actually get into it fully um yeah i'd love to know like what you think about judgments yeah. from other people and everything but first. oh yeah Tell rosie give it to us okay so how do you feel that's my least favorite part of the event <laughs> and i don't mean that in a horrible way i just mean that i'm just always so nervous and so self-conscious that when it comes to that i just stand on the outside and i kind of move back and forth a little bit and watch everyone else and I'm always so inspired by the people who are like crawling on the floor and running around <laughs> playing with guns I'm like oh my god they're awesome and then I'm just at the side like okay but I can't do that like I just need to relax a little bit more and then maybe I sway a little bit more and relax a little bit I'll never oh like run around and be crazy which I know I'd need to do is it this weekend you said that maybe you need to have a little drink to just or we talk about something else I don't know I don't know, but maybe that would help if I yeah. was drunk beforehand. Then I could be my child. I could like a drink. Crazy. Yeah. Oh no! Just the point to... of I this know, I know. is I know, I know. yeah. Don't do that. No, I won't. But I mean, I don't know. I think I'm just. I don't know if it's uptight or nervous or worried about what people think. I don't know. But every time it comes to that bit and like be your um, spirit animal, I'm like, I don't know what my spirit animal is. I don't know what to do. I'll just be a bird. And I'm like. Walk around pretending to be a bird. I don't really get into it fully. The rest of it, I love. Yes. I do love the events. Just this, I know I, think, you do. <laughs> I don't like it just because it's so challenging and it's so hard. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do it. So I'm like, oh, let's just wait for this to pass and then we'll go to the next part that I like again. But no, it's good that like you push us, I guess. And like, because I wouldn't ever do that otherwise. Not that I do it much anyway, but I try at least. <laughs> so this moment is clearly a key for you. Yeah. A key for your growth. So, you know, we talked about the seven doorways, peak of intensity, right? 
That's the peak of intensity. And that's the hardest part tell. for a lot of people. That's some like random people, like my boyfriend, Julian. He's like, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see that. Like, you're so strange. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. That's the hardest part for, for a lot of people is to let go and just let yourself play. And I can speak for my upbringing I was taught growing up to fear people. I was taught that people weren't going to like me if I acted a certain way. I was I was taught to be something that I'm not really. And I think like you I don't know, I've never done the exercise <laughs> <laughs> because I'm always the one leading it, but when I'm leading it, something takes over. And I end up like twerking on the floor or something. And I don't know where that comes from, but. <laughs> yeah, see, the female, when you came into your Beyonce and I was like, yes, Cara. Yeah. Like I was excited like, cheering you on, but I was not in the middle with you. I was just like standing watching like, yes, she's awesome. Yeah. I want to be her. <laughs> it's, it's about vulnerability. And, you know, we're, we're so taught something different. We're taught like one of the big things growing up is you it's it's uncomfortable to just dance because you're worried about what other people are thinking so you know that saying dance like nobody's watching that's a great saying for this like really dance like nobody's watching because shit gets weird yeah. during that part <laughs> oh yeah shit gets really weird and we encourage it and how incredibly healing is that when people just let go and like i always say the weirder you get the more you give permission to other people to get weird too because deep down, we're a bunch of weirder, weird, weirdos pretending that we're not. Oh, yeah. And I think also definitely the first time I led that part, I was uncomfortable. <laughs> and I had to, I was like, I can't be uncomfortable leading this if I'm going to do it. So I just had to drop into full vulnerability and really believe what I was doing and then everybody else starts to open up. You become the source of it, right? Yeah. You become the source of vulnerability, so everybody else start can open up as well. It's uncomfortable, definitely. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're saying that because you're not the first person that said that to me. And those moments are our greatest keys. Like there's a trigger. And that's why in the beginning we we channel the inner child. Like who were you before you were told who to be? Who were you before you were told it's not cool to move like that? Like As kids, we're so playful. Have you ever observed a child playing? They get so weird. Oh, yeah. They... That's the thing. I love playing with kids. I'm like obsessed with kids, aren't I? Like Jeremy's cousins, when they grow up, I spend my whole time playing with the cousins. Being silly. Yeah. And not really talking to the adults because that, I don't know, just, well, first of all, it was French, so I kind of didn't understand a lot of it. But also, I'd much rather like play fight in the garden or like jump in the swimming pool than have like a normal conversation. Yeah. So I think with kids, I'm quite happy being a kid. I think it's around adults and like peers and people that you could be friends with. You're more like, oh no, what if I do something silly? I don't know, maybe like subconsciously, I guess that's what my brain is thinking. The kids are not judging you. Yeah, because they're being silly as well. Yeah, but because they're loving it. Yeah. When you know that... Like the sillier, the better with kids. Yeah. yeah. They would appreciate it when other people, they're going to think, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And I guess that scares you. I mean, I guess. Or... I think it's all just, sub I'm not like, 
if these were children I'd be playing like it's obviously like subconscious I'm like no Rosie you need to act like a lady and like be normal and not do this crazy shit that everyone else is doing even though deep down I'm like they are fucking awesome I want to do that too yeah (laughs) yeah. so you do know that when you we're very patterned to move our bodies in certain ways when you start to move your body in a way that's unfamiliar to you you start to rewire your brain and you actually expand in your consciousness so not very often are you asked to channel your spirit animal or to channel Beyonce or to channel a, your bro, inner bro. <laughs> Those things, it's weird. Yeah. It's definitely weird. And when you do it, you expand. Rosie becomes so much bigger in in energy. So... I'm very excited for you. And I love that you keep coming back. Like That's the thing. I keep coming back and I do try and push myself a little bit more every time. It perfect. might not show, but every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to move my feet rather than just my shoulders. And the next time maybe I'm going to clap my hands and move my feet and move my shoulders. Like it's gradual steps, but I am getting there. And I know it probably sounds ridiculous to people who are so like crazy out there, extroverts. But to me, it's like my nightmare is to be in front of anyone and be like judged, I guess, but... Yeah, but you know what? At Daybreaker, you, you do that now. It, it took you uh, six months, eight months to yeah. be fully yourself. So, you know, by the end of 2020, yeah. we'll be there. But even Daybreak, <laughs> I have to push myself. I'm like, Rosie, get into the middle and dance. I'm not like naturally doing it. I have to be like, you want to dance. You want to be in there dancing with your friends. Go and like, I have to like push myself. It's not like naturally like, this is awesome. Like I've got the in dialogue, like, get out there, go and do it. Like... Yeah. So the the hugging and the eye contact and that stuff that's easy for you, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that bit. And it's it's not that stuff mm-hmm. that's going to take you to the next level. I know. It's the I stuff that's uncomfortable. <laughs> that's why my my teacher says that every single yoga class should be like a near death experience. That wow. <laughs> every single time you go into that class, and this is how I feel about the connection experience also. You you should lovingly look your greatest discomfort in the eyes. Which, by the way, is what happened at the last one. Mm. I'm not going to get emotional, even though I already am. <laughs> Let it out. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is the thing. I struggle. Like, I know. Oh, God. Okay. Let's rewind a little bit. So I went to this um, Galentine's Human Connection. It was only women there. I think, how many were there? About 30, 40? I would say 45. 45, I don't something know. Something like that. Um, only women. And it was an incredible experience. And I feel like that was my favorite one because I bonded with women that i never met before, don't know anything about them, on such an incredible level. Oh, okay. Don't cry. <laughs> you can cry. I forgot what I was going to say, though. One minute. This is like channeling your spirit animal. Just yeah. let it out. <laughs> Just let that spirit animal out. So what I was going to say, I always have, like, really emotional responses to what you do. How does it feel for you seeing those responses, like, seeing me breaking down and crying? Like, are you proud? Are you happy? Are you inspired? Like, how does that make you feel, seeing the reactions that people have? Like, they come in super nervous and scared, and then they leave, like either crying or happy or excited or you know how does that feel for you knowing that you've been a part of that 
It makes my heart so happy. It really does. To be able to create a space where people feel open enough and safe enough to have those experiences is incredible. And watching watching the the women in particular at that in that event care for you, that's beautiful too. That's the thing. So we I don't know, I'll give a little backstory. I'm okay now. So we did um like a womb meditation where we had our hands we were in partners and we had our hands on each other's wombs and what was the phrase we were saying it was uh well shout out to gabby lucia for (laughs) leading that part um it was this womb is not a place for fear and pain right yeah this womb is a place for giving life to love or something along or like creativity or something Yeah. yeah something along those lines but oh my God, that hit me. Because, it well, I was the first person to put my hands on the other woman's womb and I hadn't seen her the whole evening. We hadn't done particularly anything together before. So sometimes in these events, you spend time with, you know, a couple of people that you tend to see here and there throughout the different activities. But this woman hadn't really noticed particularly. Um, and we were doing this. And when I was doing it to her, I was saying these words and I kept messing up the words. I kept being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I keep getting this wrong for you. Ooh, oh my God, like, I just kept messing it up. And then when she did it to me, she said it so perfectly. And she was looking in my eyes and I could hear everybody else around me saying it as well. And I just felt so like touched by it that I just broke down and cried and like sobbed. And like, I just wanted to get out of there. Cause I was like, oh my God, people are gonna know I'm crying. People are gonna see me, people are gonna judge me. And then I wanted to leave. And she was like, no, stay here. You are loved. <laughs> Why am I getting so emotional? Anyway, but um. That was just so nice to have this woman who I had no idea who she was, how old she is, where she's from, her name, what she does for a living, like nothing. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying yeah. on the podcast, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, but having this woman that I'd never met before, like support me in that way. It was incredible. So thank you so much for that. And then like, I didn't even tell her why I was so upset. I didn't need to. I didn't need to tell her anything about myself or about what had happened in my past that made me so upset. And then we did the, we got in groups of six and we um, did an activity together as well. And these these are the five women. They obviously noticed I'd been crying and they like reached out and hugged me and held my hand. And it was just a group of six women, well, five of the women who were just supporting me when I was going through something. And I had no idea who they were. And it was such an incredible experience to go through that and it was so different to the ones with the men as well because I feel like obviously it's different when you have men there as well the dynamics a little bit different the energy is a little bit different so thank you so much for doing the women one and please do that again I think I need more of that to like let go of more shit that I've obviously got going on (laughs) yeah no that's so so beautiful and thank you thank you because of course you when you allow yourself to get vulnerable you give other people the permission to do the same and that's how that's how healing happens on this planet. And I love that you said you were about to bail. You were like... I was literally like, I need to get out of here. I gotta she was go. like, stay. And I was like, no, I'm going. And she would literally yes. hold on and she was like, stay here. Mm-hmm. You are loved. You're with people who care about you. And I was like, you don't even know who I am. How can you care? But then yeah. I was like, actually, no, I feel her energy. Like I felt that she was there for me in that moment. That's a huge part of what we're doing here is allowing for people to be truly seen. And I see that's... I make up that that's possibly a fear for you mm-hmm. yeah to be seen yeah to be seen as a spirit animal or to be seen yeah. in tears <laughs> in a breakdown yeah. but you are so loved 
you. You are. And you are giving people permission to open up and heal themselves too. And so I, I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. I need people like you guys to continuously come and like bring your full self. And I promise to do the same. And we can really change the world with things like this. Because all people want, all our inner child wants is to be seen, is to be loved, is to be heard, is to be, it's to truly be with other people. Like we, we don't get that very often. We, we don't allow ourselves to actually be with other people. It's um, human beings are actually the only creatures on the planet that are afraid to be with their own kind. Yeah. So it's it's super powerful to just show up as yourself. It sometimes it takes a little while to let those layers come off and I I love that you guys continuously come back and I tell people continue to come back. It's not just a one-time thing because every single time you come you're peeling the layers back a little bit. Next time you're going to you're going to go a little bit harder on the spirit animal. <laughs> I'll promise anything. I'll try. <laughs> Every single time it'll it'll just become more familiar and um it's just it's it's so cool to to sit back and witness that. Yeah, I can imagine it. Yeah. And, and and going back to what we said at the beginning, I think <clears throat> this experience you had, Rosie, you had it because there's no talk. Because you would have explained why you were having a breakdown. Maybe everyone would have not supported you because everyone would not relate to the story or people would have judged you. Or they simply don't know how or, sometimes. Yeah. So, so because you, why didn't matter Mm-mm. at this time? Exactly. Um, and, and that's what made it so powerful for you and, and the other woman. So yeah, that was good. <laughs> Are you going to do a men one? <laughs> Could you imagine me with all the bros? <laughs> uh, I think it'll be interesting, you know, because uh, I actually found a male group doing it. On, I found them on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I can't remember how me. I found that because I was looking. But I, I think it would be interesting because again. I mean, same like being vulnerable for a man is a big taboo. Mm-hmm. Be a man, don't fucking cry, blah blah blah. And I don't know. I think that could help. Uh, wow <laughs> i've never thought about that but well, here we are <laughs> challenge accepted <laughs> here we are okay <laughs> i've got one sign up so yeah. far <laughs> we'll get we'll a few see. i'm sure we'll see yeah um my boyfriend would go <laughs> yeah so here we are two <laughs> yeah we've got a few julian we're signing you up <laughs> um and also like this the uh what you're saying about when you feel the struggle you need to push made me think about uh, a story I heard during gratitude. I don't know if you heard it when you did it. Um, it's about when things get tricky. You know, we usually we we stop and we step back when actually you need to push. And it was about the guy who broke. How do you say in English the the wall, the sound wall, the wall of sound in a plane? Yeah. No. I don't know about science things. When you're in, in the plane and you fly very fast and... Yeah. The speed of sound? The speed of sound. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in, in French, it's a wall, so okay. Okay. <laughs> the speed of sound. Fair. <laughs> um, 
yeah, when they were trying to break that, uh, they had many attempts doing it. And, and when they were getting close to the speed of sound, like the whole thing was shaking and everything. And like, and the guy was just, okay, I'm slowing down because I'm about to die right here. And actually the guy went through. It's because when everything was getting fucking shaking and then it was about to collapse, he pushed harder and he broke the thing. And once he went through over the, the, the speed of sound, everything became smoother. Wow. So I think that's really interesting. Like, you know, like you, you, you're struggling with the whole dancing, whatever. Uh, so yeah, keep pushing yourself because the, the day you're going to go, you're going to break through this wall, this barrier, this whatever is stopping you right now, it's just going to click and, and, and then it's just going to flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, takes a lot of courage to keep showing up like that. A lot of bravery. Some people come and never come back. Some people leave halfway through. I was going to ask, do you have a lot of regular people that come back all the time and do you have a lot of new people? And have- I would say starting to, it's starting to gain a following. I'm seeing a lot of the same faces. Yeah. It's starting It's starting to happen like that. I, it's still just in its beginning phases. So like Some people, I've seen them every time. Yeah. Like a few, uh, yeah. I can name at least like 10 or 15, I think, that I've mm-hmm. seen every so time. Not even been. name, you can point them out. Yeah, well, so <laughs> there's yeah. no point to say the name now, but yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. Like, there's some like girls from the last one that was like, oh, I kind of recognize her from last time. No idea who she is, but yeah. I mean like, <laughs> I know. I recognize you there, hi. Like, <laughs> This is one thing, I love names. I love to use people's names. I think it's a great way to connect with people. But then also I think about how little kids play on playgrounds. There's a lot to learn about human connection from little kids. They just kind of go up to each other, take somebody's hand. You want to be hand, my friend? Yeah. Want to be best friends? And then like five hours later, their mom picks them up. Oh, what's your friend's name? I don't know. That's a good point. That's how, <laughs> that's how kids are. They don't need to know each other's names. So kind of a, I don't know if anyone has feedback about that, but I don't know that names are necessary. I almost might think it. I almost think it might be better without. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, yeah, you never bother me. I don't think yeah. it matters. Yeah. <laughs> Could do name tags. I love names. I really do. But. But then again, I think if you know people's names, you're like, "Hi, Cara. I'm Rosie." You know, you automatically introduce yourself if you saw it written down. Yeah, I always tell people don't. <laughs> and then it can also mess with the eye contact. They look down at the the name, name tag yeah. so and you're gonna have people like nameless oh, for now oh that's my ex i don't want to talk to you <laughs> that's my ex's oh, name yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have some bullshit automatic like judgment <laughs> yeah so yeah no maybe yeah avoid wow, that yeah. <laughs> yeah just just back to existence yeah here. exactly yeah just be prison and and that's it back to the basics yeah um and so do you have any plan to take human connection somewhere else so you say detroit miami what's next because i want to i want to see it growing (laughs) i want to see it grow too i am bad with the planning (laughs) i'm a spontaneous moment kind of girl but that's that's definitely an area of improvement and i do want to some someone asked me to take it out to vegas um a friend of mine actually um, said that after the Las Vegas mass shooting, um, she had some kind of part 
in that that I won't go into. But after that, she said that she had a really hard time connecting with people, that there was a lack of trust with strangers. And she said it was human connection in itself that started her healing process. So she said that it would be really good for the Vegas community. So I would really love to take it out there. I think it will eventually happen. Um, but besides that, I don't really have too many plans besides I can always take it to Detroit. That's my hometown and more in Miami for sure. I'm doing a monthly at this point. It's, it's, it's interesting what you just said, uh, that, that, that could be like a therapeutic, uh, therapeutic even like something to, to actually heal people who went through some drama or, or, or whatever it's extremely that, that's super interesting yeah it's extremely therapeutic definitely yeah you could actually help a lot of people that are in i mean because we we go because we want to have fun and meet people and connect and and grow but there is also yeah this healing thing about it that could tremendously help people and, and save life and, and sell save people absolutely uh, it's more I, than just entertainment <laughs> you know absolutely and i i think about it both ways too because i i believe too much of anything good can also cause trauma so even just even just eye contact can make people super like extremely uncomfortable to the point where it's just like gone too far so i'm almost thinking levels what you guys experience is like the highest level <laughs> and i don't think that's for everybody right away um i and i always still like to create a safe space where people can come and i like i said you participate as your choice so be a part of it I encourage people to be a part of it as much as possible. But if there's anything you don't want to do, step to the side. Like you're totally welcome to step to the side. And um, so I create the safe space that way. But I think about bringing that into a, a corporate office or something. And depending on the corporate office, that may not be where they're at yeah <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine so um definitely there's there's levels and if you're ever going to facilitate something like this it's super important to be able to read the room it's super important and know know your risks so like always i always start with the low risk stuff and i see how people do with that and then i'm like okay can i go to a little bit higher risk and then let it get bigger and bigger. But I don't know. So far with the groups that we've done it with, we've been able to go pretty far. If there's ever a point where it's like, okay, we're like stopping at level three, that's totally fine. That's the peak of intensity. Yeah, because so. I'm sure one day you will have someone that doesn't want to be hugged or whatever. Like some, some, yeah, because of whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, you need to really yeah, read the room and weigh the risk yeah <laughs> yeah not easy so <laughs> not easy. there's and in that in that way i believe this stuff is 100 percent for everybody 
And we can definitely talk about how for people in corporate offices or business people or salespeople that may not be in this hippie community that we're in, (laughs) this stuff is so incredibly good for them because one of the qualities that make people the best sales person possible is their ability to be present with another person. So having skills like eye contact, being able to use your words powerfully, um, even just like physical touch in a very simple manner, like even just like a touch to the shoulder is super powerful. If you're able to connect with people like that, you're much more enrolling to make sales in whatever sales department you're in. So like message for the the business people out there (laughs) and the entrepreneurs and the salespeople like get in these workshops because they're going to help you at what you do. I actually find that's completely true because when I do my dog photography we go to different events and things. I had a big event last weekend and Jeremy wasn't there. I went with a friend Maria instead and actually talking to new people about my business I'd talk to them about the pricing and about what we do and things like this but I was always like when I say goodbye give them a little stroke on the arm and say thank you so much for coming by it was so nice talking to you and meeting you hopefully you know I'll see you soon and I think that contact it's not too much that they're like oh my god why is she touching me but it's enough that they're like oh she know like she acknowledges me almost so she knows that I'm actually here and she's caring enough to physically touch me but in like a safe way and I feel like it totally works because then people are then like oh okay like Maybe I'll go back to her because she's super nice and friendly and open and caring and everything that, you know, you'd want to maybe invest your money in. So it definitely helps, I think. It's very warm. It's yeah. very inviting. Yeah. That's And that's exactly the level of physical touch I recommend when yeah. in a situation like <laughs> that. Good groping people. <laughs> also, eye contact, like let's get real, it can be creepy. Yeah. Like don't be creepy about your eye contact. <laughs> They say <laughs> there's like those people that they make they start making eye contact to you and then they lean in like super close to your face and you can start to smell their breath and I'm like <laughs> the the listeners can't hear but I'm literally scooching back in my chair. Like the, the people that stare a little bit too long as well. Yeah. Like glance away a little bit, just glance over at the trees. Like you don't have to stare yeah. that long. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so studies have after actually shown that people reach the reach of eye contact at seven seconds so seven second like five to seven seconds perfect anything beyond that for a lot of people it becomes creepy so i i'm not telling you i'm come to these workshops and you'll get to practice five minutes of eye contact maybe but i'm not saying go make (laughs) it with other people (laughs) i don't do that it's creepy i'm not teaching people that but to be able to be comfortable in yourself and and wire yourself to look into someone's eyes, some people go an entire day without even looking another person in the eyes. Yeah, it takes practice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It takes practice. Like, seriously, it takes practice. Yeah. That's why this stuff is so good. And five to seven seconds, people. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> Nothing less. No, None of these drive-bys. So you've done quite a lot of research in like human behavior and stuff like that no i mean because you keep throwing numbers and Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i hold on to my facts yeah no that's cool that's cool so you know your yeah i love science i love science i think um 
science and spirituality go so well together. And I, that's the, the people I want to speak to are the people that science kind of hits their nervous system. That's who I want to speak to. I'm, I'm not trying to speak to, I want to speak to everyone, of course, but not necessarily just like the woo woo world. The science is so valuable in this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not woo woo. I don't think yeah. I'm woo woo. Like, I'm I'm way more science than spirituality. Uh-huh. To be honest, like way more. Yeah. Uh, you are as well. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I get I get and that. And they love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it. and we love it. So yeah, it's you don't need to be a who or hippie or whatever yeah, to go to this kind of no. events at all. Like, it's not. Yeah, there's nothing weird about that. Yeah, I'm it's super woo woo. <laughs> like, let's get real. <laughs> But I have both sides of me. Yeah. It like comes out in yeah. certain <laughs> situations. Right now I'm pretty <laughs> chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. I, I love that. I love this conversation. Um, what else? Um, I think we covered the whole thing. Um, well, yeah, one thing. The next event is going to be in three weeks i think yeah so march 30th it's a monday night and it's going to be on the we work rooftop again in south beach and this time it's pride themed so i'm super excited for that and you know i always have spontaneous surprises uh that's that's one element to the event that i am holding true to is there will always be something that you're not expecting so um that's because you can keep going back and not expect the same thing every single time like there's always something to throw you off a little bit and surprise you and exactly yeah, it's awesome. and when collaborating collaborating with the pride community things are about to get interesting yeah it's gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> going to be fun for yeah. sure mm-hmm. well we got our tickets already so yeah, we'll, we'll be, be there, there. <laughs> so if you want to join us we'll be yeah, there yeah miami honestly come you won't regret it uh if you're not coming you're missing out yeah. clearly so yeah make sure you get a ticket yeah. uh how can we get a ticket by the way how can you get a ticket? Uh, there's an Eventbrite up. I have the Eventbrite. I, you guys can post it in the show notes maybe. Yeah, we'll, but yeah, yeah. Um, also through my Instagram, Kara with a K, K-A-R-A dot making waves. I always have it in my Instagram bio. So monthly, you can find it there. I'm working on a website that's coming soon. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy gave me a little push yeah. to like get my shit together. Yeah. <laughs> I need people like you in my life. So. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, thank you so much, Kara. I loved it. Um, I'm excited for the new yeah. the next event. And if anybody wants to do a private event, those are those have been incredible yeah i didn't know about that we're gonna have to talk about it after (laughs) i did did an anniversary party i think Uh, a connection activation is good at any wedding or bachelorette party or um or birthday party anything like that that you want to set the tone right away of authentic community so all right so we'll do it and then We'll let you know, guys, how it was. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> That's a deal. Cool. Uh, thank you so much once again for being here with us. Um, thank you for yeah. being on the podcast. And thank you so much for doing the Human Connection events because they really do make a difference in people's lives and, you know, in making people more outgoing and courageous and vulnerable and open and everything amazing. So thank you personally. You've, you know, really changed my life. So oh, thank you. Thank you, Rosie. <laughs> 
Yeah, Presumably and expand, do. please, because I want to see that every fucking where. <laughs> please. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, guys, thank you again for listening. Uh, and yeah, uh, stay tuned. Next episode will be here next Wednesday, as usual. So subscribe, share, like, love it, comment, everything. Please leave us a review as well if you do listen. It helps a lot. Share it with all your friends and family. Anyone you think might be interested. Subscribe, obviously. Post it on your stories. Tell everyone. Let's spread the love. Thank you so much, Cara. Thank you, Bye. guys. Bye.